0: Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Sarsen Funds and General Provision. Sarsen Funds. Real. Clear. Crypto.
1: All the family traditions still are very, very vivid to me. I don't know why this sticks out in my mind so much, but I remember around Easter, she would always make those big jello eggs. I used to always look forward to those. (laughs) And then especially during Christmas, she'd make these amazing apple dumplings. That was how Nana brought everyone together. She was a great cook. A lot of those same traditions are carried forward with my aunties and uncles. And so we just make sure that we keep those alive. Sacks in the Morning. Sports. Money. Life.
0: Steve Sacks. Welcome to Sacks in the Morning. I'm Steve Sax, and I'm so glad that you've decided to share a little bit of your time with me. This program is really all about success. Success in sports, to be sure, but we'll also talk about success with money and success in life and how all three can really impact your dreams and your passion. My goal is to have you inspired, informed, entertained, and most certainly, motivated to follow your emotional heart after every episode. This is a great time of year. As we all know, this is a time to be thankful. And Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays that that we get to celebrate. So I thought, how more fitting would it be than to have something that I'm most grateful for and to share that with you? And that's to have my daughter, Lauren, on as our guest this week. And so I'm really happy that she's with us today. So with that, I'll just introduce her and let her say hello to you. This is my daughter, Lauren Ashley Boyd. Lauren, welcome to Hello, the podcast. Everyone.
1: Hello, thank you. I'm so honored to be here.
0: Yeah, we're, we're, we're glad to have you. And Lauren, this is a you know our Thanksgiving week and we're celebrating, obviously. I know you are as well with your family. God, that's hard to say, man. I already have a daughter that has her own family. I have a grandson with her. Uh, it's, just, it's just awesome. Lauren, tell me uh, some things you're thankful for this Thanksgiving week.
1: Oh gosh, that is hard to just fit into one, you know, short statement, but grateful definitely for a lot of things. The thing that comes to mind the most is really just our family. We have a big family. They're fun. We always get together for the holidays. So I always look forward to that, but really just being healthy and having the choice to take on gratitude every single day, Mm -hmm. just kind of having that, you know, mindset is something
0: i'm very grateful for great and, and you know i wanted to talk a little bit about when when we well, were first starting out when you were young you were such a fun kid sometimes <laughs> sometimes a little defiant you know what i mean for instance like lauren That's When, when we, I, I remember when i was with the yankees after the game sometimes she would get up and you know and, and come into the living room and it was late at night and she'd get up in the living room and i wanted to sit back and relax and kind of unwind after the game and lauren would stand right in front of the TV, knowing that I'm trying to watch TV. She'd stand right in front of the TV. She was probably, I don't know, maybe two or three years old, and she would stand in front of the TV in her onesie, and she would look back at me to see if I, she could get a reaction. And And I just thought it was a funny thing. I said, man, she's got a lot of me in her. You know what I mean? So do you remember those times, Lauren, when you were that young, when you were kind of like challenging it, at, at, uh, I guess I'd say?
1: Well, I'm so glad you said that, that we are a lot of like, because growing up, there were certain times where I felt like we couldn't be more different. And I do remember those times, you know, challenging just... Just being that challenging teenager, but it's really cool now that we're both adults and get to see how much we actually have in common. So
0: Yeah, I, I tell people all the time, I say, My daughter is me in a woman's body. I mean, because we we <laughs> we think a lot alike. I mean exactly alike. We have and, and that's why I love Lauren working with me. Our fans know Lauren runs all the social media she runs the the website uh, she 's extremely instrumental in in the success of the podcast and and I trust her explicitly and we think so much alike that it 's like i, I don 't even have to call her or ask her about anything she 's already on it. She already knows what to expect but i wanted to I wanted to share one Lauren I know she doesn 't want to do this, but she 's going to hit me with this afterwards but when like when she said she was challenging, I, both of my kids, Lauren and John were not that challenging. I mean they were they were just fun most of the time and they were rambunctious at times. Yeah, so what but they were they were always great kids. And I remember one time Lauren I got a notice from the school that said, Lauren can't wear that stuff to school because there was a strict dress code at the school. I mean, if you wore a shirt that was off your off your collar a little bit, nope, can't do that. If you wore a shirt that had a strap on it that wasn't a certain width, nope, can't do that. And I didn't like it because it was costing me money buying new clothes all the time. So I remember one time I went and told Lauren, I said, we got to go get you some new clothes, hon. She, she just didn't want to do it. She liked her clothes. And you know what clothes are to a teenager is gold. And I remember one day I just went into her went into her closet, and I just took her clothes off the rack and right down in the trash. All of them went at the same time because she kept delaying the time where her and I were going to go get some new clothes, right? And I told her, I'd give you your choice wherever you want to go. And, nope, she wouldn't do it. So I took those clothes off and threw them down there, and I'm telling you, there was smoke coming out of her ears. She did not like me at all. And I remember having this conversation with her. I said, you know what, Lauren? I'm sorry, but I can't be your friend right now. I got to be your dad. And I loved her too much to just let her not realize that there's fences and guidelines and we have to abide by those. And I said, right now, you don't like me very much, but someday you and I are going to be really, really close, but it's not going to be right now. And lo and behold, look at us now. I mean, she's, she's the apple of my eye. And, um, it's amazing how fast things go and how fast things turn around. Do you remember those times, Lauren?
1: Oh, vividly, vividly. <laughs> just to paint a little color around the style of back then. Very much <laughs> early on, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, oh, yeah. love them. But all the jewels, all the tight, you know, shirts and low-cut bell bottoms. I just worship them. But yeah, <laughs> as you said, not appropriate for school. So, but it was, it was it's funny now to look back on that. Yeah.
0: Do you remember all the times (laughs) now actually
1: awful my style was?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you you remember all the times too, like in Southern California, when I was playing with the Dodgers, we had some really great times being at the beach at Thanksgiving. And what do you remember as a kid growing up and kind of like in in that environment? It was weird for you that your dad was a baseball player. Did you really notice?
1: You know what? I got so many questions, especially from kids at school going, how cool is it to you know, know that your dad does this and yada, yada. I just truthfully never knew that, you know, the level of your fame, because it was just your job. I just saw it as dad's job. Mm-hmm. And what's really cool to think about me growing up in that realm is that our family is very down to earth. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys kept it really real for my brother and I, and we had a, a very very normal, I would say, childhood, Mm -hmm. where we did all the things, like we went on family vacations during the holidays, especially the summers, Mm -hmm. but the holidays are always really special because our family just made such a point to get together, for, you know, every single occasion and just spend a lot of quality time together.
0: Yeah. And we still do all that, right? I mean, we still do yeah. all those things. And that's that's the that's the most fun thing in my life is having our families get together. And there's so many of us, as Lauren said, if you walk yeah. outside somewhere in Northern California, you'll run into a relative. They're kind of like locusts. <laughs> and I mean that in a good way. They're everywhere. I mean, everywhere they're, they are. And Lauren, I wanted to kind of talk about when you were growing up too, is you remember the years when you were a cheerleader and we went uh-huh. to Houston, Texas, we went to all these different places. We went to Disneyland. I, yes. I put a lot of miles in the in the jet, I mean, going to watch and going to support her and her cheerleading. And she was great. She was an All-American in cheerleading when she was Ew. in high school. She was an amazing athlete. But I remember the most importantly is when we went to the Cotton Bowl down in Texas. Do you remember that? Oh, it yes. was so cold this day and they had us seated in the shade. And I remember getting getting back and leaving sitting in that cold. It, it, was, like, it was like aluminum benches that we had to sit on. And I can remember Getting back to the hotel, I had this griddle marks on my butt. It was so cold; it was just unbelievable. It had to be in the twenties. And she's out there cheering her her head off. But do you remember those times?
1: I, I do, and I was just gonna say, at least you were up in the stands with blankets and warm clothes. I was down there on the field in a skirt. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> no, but that's one of the the best trips that I remember going on, especially at a young age. It was so exciting to be performing at that level and to be there with the family and. Yeah, you were one of the biggest cheerleaders from the stands, from what I remember. Yeah,
0: I had a pretty loud voice. (laughs) And let me just say this too, for, for all you guys out there, football players, baseball players, basketball, whatever, we do all that stuff in sports. I dare you to go out and try to copy what the cheerleaders do in their times. That that First of all, that is athleticism at its best. Oh, they have those sure. girls flying, you know, 100 feet up in the air and what up, and, and guys can't move like that and dance like that. So it's really, a, you know, a demanding type of a sport. But, Lauren, how about the years when you were a teenager, when you were learning how to drive and whatnot? You know what? I can tell you guys, I didn't really fe- fear – for her because I trusted her and I trusted my son John in in the way that they would drive. I knew that they would do it correctly. You know, I worried about the other people on the on the on the roadway, but I didn't worry about my kids too much. Lauren, how about those years in in, in high school, learning all that and, and, and really growing into a young woman at that time?
1: Oh my gosh. Well I, I will say, you know, through thick and thin and all of the crazy times, I mean, truthfully I had kind of a hard time during high school. I mean, there was just so much pressure, I felt like Around, you know, your choosing your future and what school you're gonna go to next and just the whole, you know, social scene. But through it all, like it, it always goes back to family for me. Like we have we have now, we had then such a strong family unit, even though we're kind of all over the place. It's really been something that I always fall back on and I know that I can count on. So it's it's really cool.
0: One of the more popular financial investments in the market today is cryptocurrency and blockchain. You've heard a lot about it. Bitcoin and others make the news on a regular basis. But it's a new currency and a new process that many of us don't really know or understand. And that's where Sarsen funds come in. They build your confidence with knowledge of the investment. They're a leading educator for financial advisors and consumers. I know. I personally have investments with Sarsen. They have a passion for cryptocurrency with a team that boasts a wealth of knowledge in the industry. More importantly, they have the resources to help us, you and me, learn about this new and exciting investment opportunity like Cryptocurrency 101. It's yours by simply visiting the website and clicking on Education and Marketing. If you want to learn more, if you're looking to get a high-level Wall Street-grade understanding of cryptocurrency and blockchain, visit sarsonfunds.com. They've helped me understand why this is a great investment tool and to better understand what it's all about. Sarsen Funds. Real. Clear. Crypto. You know, sometimes it's tough to get motivated when you're working on your own. Happens to me when I've got nobody to bounce ideas off or share thoughts. That's why there's general provision. It's more than a collaborative workspace. It's a club. It's a community of like-minded people, anti-office. A private work club for founders, makers, and creators. You can join the remote work club for virtual, on demand, and mailed offerings by visiting generalprovision.com. Check it out. Laura, in as much as all those times that we talked about when you were growing up, when you were young, you know, before you went to school and after, one mm-hmm. thing that's been constant throughout is when you mentioned our families get together and we mm-hmm. have these reunions. What's what's really that when you see when you walk into the house of a reunion, a Christmas or whatever, Thanksgiving coming up now, how many people is usually there? Give our audience kind of a, a little idea of what it's like walking into the Sacks house and what you've seen oh your my whole gosh. life.
1: I would say probably at least twenty to thirty people at every gathering. But the thing that I love the most is when you walk in the house, wherever it may be at one of my auntie's houses, the warmth you feel when you walk in, it's just very homey and welcoming. We, you know, have everyone over, but also the sax cackles, the laughs, (laughs) they are loud and so contagious. You can't help, but just laughing yourself. So yeah. That's a memory that I love. That's yeah.
0: it, that's that's kind of apparent. It was the same when I was growing up. I'm thankful for the way I grew up. You know, my uh, my mom's side was Italian, my dad's side was German, and when the Italians got together and they had a joke to tell around the table, I mean, it was loud and it was at times dangerous because they were hitting the table, kicking their feet, laughing and it was it was a lot of that a lot of that crazy time. But Lauren, I wanted to ask you too. Your son, my grandson, Ethan John, EJB we call him, John. Ethan John Bliss. How about that little guy and what, what he's seeing right now in, in the family structure?
1: Oh, my gosh. It's so he's much a jet fun.
0: setter, isn't he? He's a, this kid is everywhere. I mean, he's like America's guest.
1: <laughs> no, it's really cool because um, a lot of the traditions that we took on, you know, with all my cousins, we get to live again through the eyes of our kids. So it's really fun to see, you know, the gift exchanges, the cousins all do that. And just to be a part, like I said, of the family traditions and it's all so new to them, so it feels like all new to me mm-hmm. as well. So yeah. he he loves it. He loves getting together.
0: Yeah, he know, does. And going over
1: to Poppy's house all the time.
0: He does, and and I'm by the way, I'm not called Grand. You know what? That's not allowed. Ethan's only only knows me as Poppy. Okay, that's all he knows me. And I can deal with that. You don't put the grand thing in there. You know, I got, you know, I got a six-pack. I don't want to I don't hear that about a grandpa. I think
1: you told me that before I left the hospital, Absolutely. that he will not call
0: grandpa. Absolutely. Yep. And I have, a, I have a granddaughter, too. Her name is Ellie. I've only seen her a couple of times because they're stationed down in San Diego, but I'm certainly going to be able to see her real soon. Her name is Eleanor, and she's going to know the structure of calling me Poppy as well. There won't be the grand thing in there. <laughs> but, but, Lauren, lastly, I wanted you to talk about you never met your grandfather but no. you you met you met Nana that's my mother and tell tell our audience what what Nana was like and what she meant to you because you you after all after all spoke at her funeral and, and we still miss her tra- tremendously she's she's such a big part she was always the rock of the family we always centered our our celebrations around Nana and always went to her house and i know you miss her and t- tell us what what she meant to you
1: no absolutely i mean she passed away when i was 12 but all the memories of going over to her house then and- all the family traditions that she instilled still are very, very vivid to me. I don't know why this sticks out in my mind so much, but I remember around Easter, she'd always make those big jello eggs. I used to always look forward to those. <laughs> yeah. And then especially during Christmas, she'd make these amazing apple dumplings. They're like mm-hmm. little mini apple pies. A lot of food, because that was how Nana brought everyone together. She was a great cook. A lot of those same traditions are carried forward with my aunties and uncles. And so we just make sure that we, we keep those alive. And she still feels like she's, you know, very much a part of our traditions, even though she's not here physically. So it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's so great because when you pointed out the, the, how she was, how great she cooked, I get really sentimental to think when I go to my sister's house or my brother's, they have all of my mom's Nana's cookware, and we mm-hmm. still use her cookware and cook all those things that she did. It's, it's almost like she's cooking it with us. Absolutely. All that cookware that she had in the 1960s, my family still uses, and we use them at all the gatherings, and it's a great thing. And I just wanted to give a note of thanks for our listeners, our audience out there who are steadfast and and, and right with us all the way as this podcast continues to grow. And it is growing significantly. This is going to be an unbelievable year coming up. We have so many great things in the pipeline that we're going to execute throughout the course of the year. And it's just going to be a blast. I'm I'm so looking forward to it. And I just want to thank everybody out there that joins in and all the good messages they send us. I'm thankful for that very, very much, and I just appreciate all of you very much. Thank you. And so, in closing, I just wish everybody a great Thanksgiving and that you're able to celebrate and, and be grateful in your own rights for for things in your lives as well. And so, I wanted to tee you up, Lauren, to go ahead and give your assessment of what Thanksgiving is going to be and if you have a message to our listeners.
1: I just wanted to wish everyone out there a great close to this year and a fantastic start to this next year, wishing you lots of health and happiness. So thank you again so much for having me on.
0: It's, it's such a great pleasure. I, I thought about this and I was so glad to have you you come on because I want our listeners to kind of, you know, peel, peel back the onion a little bit and, and know what we're about and how we think about our families and we want them a part of it too. So I'm glad you came on and love you.
1: I love you, too. Thanks so much for having me. This is so fun. I'm honored to be in this seat, in this side of the okay. podcast. <laughs>
0: All right, hon. Thank you. If you like what you heard today, please give us a positive review. Subscribe and share the program. Also, be sure to listen to my Sacks in the Morning shorts three days a week for a couple of minutes of uplifting suggestions to get your day off to a great start. Our music is performed by my adorable niece, Elena Jane. And remember, to reach your goals and your dreams, follow your emotional heart. Today's podcast was brought to you by General Provision and Sarsen Funds. Sarsen Funds. Real. Clear. Crypto.